Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Ladies, 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 it is time to talk about something I've been so pumped to do a full-blown episode dedicated to, and that is boyfriend portions, which are also known as fiance portions, husband portions, significant other portions, and honestly, for any single person, whether or not you're in a relationship or not, but being around people who don't support or understand your goals. That is what we are talking about here. So it's been a long time coming, you know, actually when I first created this podcast and honestly with clients, I've actually had a few clients talk about this. I have to give a shout out to Fit Babe Sadie. She literally talked about grandma portions because the portion sizes her grandma were serving her. Or actually, I think it was her boyfriend's grandma at the time. Anyway, long story short, they, they were doing her dirty. They were causing her some trouble on her weight loss journey. And like, it's a very hard thing to navigate. So knowing that Valentine's Day is around the corner, we always think about self-love this time of year, but guess what? We're going to talk about losing weight in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship. I got you covered. So oftentimes when this topic comes up with my clients inside 90 Day Fit Babe Body, it happens under the premise that their significant other either is not trying to lose weight and maybe their weight isn't a quote unquote problem for them, but their habits and behaviors, regardless of their weight, aren't aligned with this new life that you're creating for yourself. And I will say, I am not in a relationship like that. Josh is in his third year residency going into his fourth year, and he has just been slammed with work. But as you guys know, so much of our relationship has been bonding over the fact that we like to work out. We like to cook at home. We like to be healthy. We love fun foods and alcohol just as freaking much, but it's really about this balance and creating that life with your partner. And I know for someone like myself who is married and in a relationship like this, I will say you can't expect your partner to change. And I think that's a big issue for many women that feel held back by the temptations their partner presents to them. But at the end of the day, you can't expect your significant other to change his or her habits. And at the end of the day, your habits are yours, their habits are theirs. Now, I do think it's extremely helpful being around people who are supportive of your goals. And that's where I want to walk you guys through what a conversation would look like to get them up to speed with where you're at. But you can't expect your partner to change. And I think that's really important for y'all to keep in mind, because if you're putting so much pressure on your significant other to change when they're not ready, it's really going to sabotage them could honestly cause more harm than good. And if you relate to your significant other not really caring much about nutrition, I often encourage my clients first, before you talk about the food environment at home, really sharing what your goals and mission are, whether that's working inside of TSN, whether that's just trying to improve your diet or habits and having a really honest conversation about it. Because at the end of the day, you can't control them wanting to bring home chips. And honestly, 
You shouldn't have to do that with your significant other. You shouldn't be so fucking triggered by chips or ice cream or any fun food in your presence. And I know those mamas out there listening to this, you know that you're going to be around these foods in the future. So our goal is to obviously improve your relationship to it. What you have at home is important. It does impact your accessibility and availability to it at the end of the day. And the more available foods are to you, the more likely you're going to eat them. And it might be something that wasn't normally something that you would have. But you, once again, can't put this expectation that your significant other just can't have tempting foods while you're trying to lose weight. But you can't put this expectation on your husband, for instance, to not bring home certain foods into his home. At the end of the day, you also have to work on all that mindset stuff. And I do believe so much of it is also about that communication with your partner about what you're trying to accomplish. And that conversation could go a little like this. I often coach my clients to first sharing what your goals are and why they're important to you. And if this person cares about you so much, they should be so hyped that you're trying to take a step into becoming healthier, becoming the greatest version of yourself. And I know some partners are probably like, you don't have to lose weight. You're fine the way that you are. And guess what? I fucking love them because your partner shouldn't be like, Oh man, look at you. You've gone so off track. Look at your weight. I mean, that is a, that is not a good situation or relationship ladies, but that is for another conversation. What I am trying to say is the fact that sharing with your significant other, why your goals are important to you, why it's going to make you feel better. And really just like you got yourself to buy into your goals. You want them to buy into your goals because then they're going to support you. And as part of that, you can share that you're wanting to lose weight and be around the foods that they are around. You want to be able to build a healthier life for both of you guys. And even if your partner does not have to lose weight, you can kind of frame it in the way that that is saying that they don't need to give up anything. They don't need to give up their fun foods or whatever that looks like. But maybe it's you guys collaborating and saying, what would it look like for us to, depending on your circumstance, not bring home as many fun foods, or maybe try not to order takeout every night and, you know, sharing with your significant other that you're hoping to make some more meals at home and seeing if he or she would be on board with that. But at the end of the day, you can't make this other person change if they are really against it for whatever reason that it is. Now, my hope would be to have both you and your significant other create this hot lifestyle, like with your hubby in the kitchen, cooking and drinking wine, having a good relationship to food, making something that's a healthy fat loss meal, supporting your goals. That's what I want for everyone. But I share it in this very blunt way because I know there are partners that I've experienced coaching clients over the years that sometimes don't have resentment, but have a hard time understanding or even having the desire to change their own habits, not for even aesthetic purposes, for the health impact. It's tough. And I would say the biggest struggles that I see my clients face with their significant others is offering food in the evening, especially when you are watching TV and having your significant other stay on the couch with you, shouting down on whatever he feels like is fabulous and in the moment, and it becomes really tempting for you. Situation one. Situation two is the food that they are bringing home in general and things that you would never buy, especially if you're in a newer relationship. It's just like, holy crap, like all of these foods are around. But then I would say the biggest factor that I often get questions about with clients, it is the takeout situation. I have had so many clients struggle with the fact that 
them and their husband or their boyfriend or whoever it is, sometimes even roommates, guys, that their significant other loves to order out. Like they love to order out. Y'all have become two peas in a pod with not wanting to cook. Maybe you guys have never cooked. And it's not even like the restaurant eating and like the social life stuff. It is pure, dare I say, laziness or pure just accessibility to how easy it is to order takeout and eat in and not have to cook for yourself. Now at TSN, you can eat out and lose weight. In fact, I want you from day one to eat out while you are pursuing your fat loss goals, because that might be part of your lifestyle. But of course, as you progress on in your journey, and if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a hot minute, you damn well know that eating out sometimes can pose a difficulty when it comes to achieving your physique goals. It's not because you can't eat out ever. It's because it becomes harder to be aware of what you're actually putting into your body. And that's not to make you fearful of eating out, but it's making you aware that, okay, if you are trying to cut in, in a fat loss phase, it's going to become harder for you to really know where your nutrition is at if you're constantly ordering food out. And truthfully, I think eating in is such an important habit that is so freaking overlooked when it comes to health. I love going out to eat, but restaurants are notoriously known for bigger portion sizes, quick cuts to be able to improve production over sometimes the quality of the food that you're eating. And let's not forget, like eating out is a luxury. Like eating out is so amazing. But if you don't know how to cook for yourself, like I consider that a self-care fucking issue for you guys. We need to get you in the kitchen. And as much as I like quick tips to make life easier, I buy foods that make cooking at home 10 times easier. You're talking to the laziest cook of them all. I like the quickest solution because who has time at the end of the day to put forth a one and a half hour cooked meal? I don't every night and I'm sure you guys don't too. But if you're just so in this habit of eating out, and it's really becoming something that could be holding you back. It obviously is a conversation you have to have with your significant other because it's part of your lifestyle now. And obviously you have to have a conversation with your significant other, but I can share with you what Josh and I have done because when one of us is trying to dial in our diet or shed a little bit of weight or work towards an aesthetic goal, I mean, Josh wants to build muscle guys. Like that's a totally different conversation, but we're here for it. And when you are constantly eating out and like sometimes it's hard to hit your nutritional requirements, it can be tough. So in those moments, whether it's Josh or me, we have a conversation where like, Hey, like I actually really want to dial in how much we're eating out. Like I'm not a big fan of it. Um, and we really value eating at home. We think it's a really important part of our relationship and it's an important part of being healthy. So it's not that we are fearful of going out to eat. And I think it's this mindset shift for you guys. It's more about, okay, well, if I'm going out to eat, what am I missing that I usually get at home? Because let's be real. When I go out to eat, I don't always order the most you know, nourishing thing at times. I try to follow the balance plate, but Sometimes it can be hard to get that variety and the color quite like you do at home. So we set goals and intentions around how much we want to go out to eat. And we actually use time in between our various vacations and travel plans and, you know, nights out with friends to really dial in, Hey, like we bought groceries, we need to use them at home. Um, and really planning that and using the weekends and these fun times as more of like a social situation, because especially if you go out and you travel a lot, like we do, it can become really tough. And if you do value eating at home, it takes a little bit more effort. It takes more planning, but honestly becomes a part of your lifestyle. Um, and honestly is very easy to do once you just have a rhythm with it. And while we're talking about eating out, I can't forget talking about clients who are actively dating or are in a new relationship 
and how you guys are bonding over food. I've had so many clients come to me after being on the dating scene, going on tons of dates, and then they enter this relationship. They find the person they want to marry, they love them, and then they start going on a lot of dates. They do date nights together, they celebrate their love through food. I mean, food is fucking love, guys. I th- I think you guys like forget it at times, right? I know I've forgotten it in my past, but food is how you bond. I mean, let me think back to my relationship. Me and Josh in college, guys, because we met in college when we were freshmen and we weren't working or anything. Josh and I bonded over Costco fucking pizza. We loved Costco pizza. We literally looked forward to it. Every time I didn't have a car at the time, Josh would drive us to Costco. It would be so hype. Like we are just like, of course, like Costco lovers, because like who doesn't love Costco guys? And we would bond over pizza. And it's like these, these moments are so special and you guys should have these moments, but I know it's tough especially if you are working towards an aesthetic goal and also if maybe you don't have a balanced relationship to food. So you're going out to eat more and then you start to realize, wow, like I'm actually starting to gain a little bit of weight. And I really want to frame it for you guys that it isn't always just the going out to eat part that why people gain weight. Going out to eat doesn't inherently cause weight gain. A lot of it could be your mindset going into these meals and the boundaries. And I have tons of content in the membership and even on this podcast around going out to eat, traveling, the travel episode is a really good one for you guys to go back to with like fitting and fun and social events and that kind of stuff. But what I'm really getting at today for you guys is this idea that you decide going into the meal, what you want to have on your plate. And oftentimes I see this weight gain in new relationships, not so much related to going out in general, but the types of foods you guys are ordering. And it can be tough because if you identified and you're like, oh my God, this guy keeps buying wine and he wants to do appetizers and we do like two drinks at dinner, like it adds up, but also know that you don't have to eat everything on the table. And that isn't rude. And I think so much of an issue that Sadie talked about in her episode, and that is just a a struggle when it comes to saying no to food is feeling like you're being disrespectful or people are going to be like, Oh, what's wrong with you? You're you're dieting. If you're not going to have a freaking appetizer, no, you're prioritizing what you freaking want. You're allowed to not want something. You're allowed to go out to dinner, not get appetizer, not get a dessert, not get a freaking order of alcohol and still have a good ass fucking time. And I think it comes through not just sharing your goals, but also understanding what you're trying to achieve. I want you to have fun. I want you to be able to have wine, have dessert, do all these things. But if you're doing it just because it's in front of you, you're not going to lose weight. And in fact, that can cause weight gain over time. And that's not a bad thing. If you want to have a more flexible time, there are times like after my wedding where I totally was living life, feeling amazing and just honoring my body, what I wanted. But it gets to the point where maybe you realize, wow, like I'm not hundred percent where I want to be. And you may want to dial it in again. There's ebbs and flows to your weight. Even if you're just actually focusing on weight loss right now, guys, when you get to your goal weight, there are ebbs and flows with weight, depending on your lifestyle and what's going on. Totally new relationship. You might experience a little bit of weight gain, but that's not a death sentence, girlfriend. It's about having this constant mindfulness, not just awareness, mindfulness about what your body needs. And I think just as in relationships, communication is so key. You have to be clear with the communication with yourself and why you're doing your behaviors and actions the way that they are. And we also have to get really tuned into our inner monologue about what do we want and why are we going for it and just being more mindful. So much of waking in relationships is not related to just the significant other's foods. It's a lack of mindfulness about what you actually want and what you actually need. So whether you are on the dating scene, you are in the early stages of dating, which is so fun, by the way, guys, like I literally want to live through you, been in a relationship for 10 years, but this whole dating scene is like so wild to me with the social media stuff. Fun fact, I actually never even got to use dating apps, guys. So 
I truly don't even know what it's like. And I feel very old for saying that. But just when I met Josh was like right when these apps started coming to fruition or whatever. So I didn't get that opportunity. So I want to vicariously live through you guys. Anyway, whether you're dating in a new relationship or a long-term committed partnership like me and my husband are, um, no matter where you're at, guys, so much of your weight loss journey is this mindset piece and so much of honoring your physique goals is related to mindset. But I think it's also important with this communication factor communicating your goals to your significant other, but also seeing if they would be open to joining you. Because I think we sometimes underestimate that people want to be part of something. Many people want to be part of your journey. It's not a bad thing. And it's, I think, how you really word it and approach it. I'm sure, especially early on in a relationship, if you're like, hey, like, would you want to go on a walk with me around the block? And you're thinking about, okay, I want to get my steps in, but you're also trying to get them involved. I think the more you can get your partner involved, honestly, the better it is. Like whether it's walking or getting active, I know not every significant other may like, but I can speak to my circumstance. I know my husband, he loves when I have these things and sometimes he doesn't want to go on a walk with me, but we try to incorporate these healthy behaviors into our relationship. And there are things that we can do together, whether it is grocery shopping, whether it is making a meal at home, maybe it's making a special meal that you guys have never made before. And maybe the portions for him might be a little bit different, which is this whole boyfriend portion conversation, which I'm very excited to talk through with you guys. But it is something that you guys can bond over. It's something that you guys can do together. And if anything, it's going to make your relationship healthier and also you healthier. And of course, because I mentioned boyfriend portions, we need to talk about it, ladies. So this whole idea of boyfriend portions came from the fact that my clients in relationships would say, I am eating the same, if not more than my boyfriend or husband or whoever the hell they're dating, they felt like they were eating way more than their energy needs. So the truth is when we look at the science, typically men, when you're thinking of a relationship, a male and a woman, where this really comes from is typically men do have higher energy needs than women. And that's not a sexist thing to say, ladies. It's truly because they have more muscle mass anatomically and muscle is a higher calorie burning tissue in our bodies. And men typically are taller and um, typically way more, which goes into energy needs. Um, and then I usually don't even talk about this, but sometimes men are more active than women. Um, so that's where oftentimes when you really really compare a lot of relationships, you may see a female needing a lot less calories than a male. And it's not because, oh my God, they're smaller. And that's why a woman needs less. It's because like we're different people or different beings. Now the male body is different than the female body, of course. But what I can say is just because you're a woman does not mean you automatically need less than a man we really have to reframe our mindset into, okay, what are our body's energy needs? And if you are noticing that every time you eat and maybe you're not very active, your husband is slightly more active than you and you're, you're keeping up with his portions. That's not a bad thing. Like if you're maintaining your weight right now, that's helpful. But I honestly think comparing your portion sizes to your significant others isn't even that important to me as a dietitian and coach because I care about your body's energy needs. And at the end of the day, if your significant other has eight balanced meals all day and his meal is smaller for dinner, but you maybe don't snack as much, so you're spending your calorie money slightly differently and you're having more calories at some of your meals, 
that would make sense for you to eat more than him. So that's where these topics of nutrition are so nuanced. And I always am such a firm believer. You have to go back to your body's energy needs and what you are doing. We often compare, compare, compare. We compare our weight loss. If your significant other is trying to lose weight or maybe even unintentionally that guys lose weight so quickly, like look at the guy's portion size, look what he's doing. But ladies, like we got to look at ourselves. We got to look at what we need. And a relationship is about y'all being together. Weight loss is about being fucking selfish. You want to be selfish for yourself. Women need to be more selfish. We're constantly giving, giving, giving. We're thinking about other people. We want to be people pleasers, make other people happy. But guess what? Weight loss is this one time. I want you to be fucking selfish. I want you to think about yourself. Think about your body's energy needs. Think about what you need at the end of the day. Don't think about your partner. Don't think about your boyfriend portion sizes and what he needs. We need to focus on ourselves more than ever. And at the end of the day, you can become your hottest and healthiest self. You can go out to date nights. You can be in a fabulous relationship. You can have a partner that maybe doesn't even like exercise and healthy living quite like you, but you can still prioritize your habits. And it comes from mindfulness, communication of your wants and needs with yourself and also your significant other. And most importantly, putting your wants and your desires first, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. 